everyone, and welcome to Light Conversations on Trauma podcast. Bringing conversations around hardship into the light. It's me, Peter Middleton, here, and I'll be hosting this podcast. This is a space for intimate and empathetic chat around trauma, big T or little t. We have regular sections to this podcast, so look out for them. And each episode, I'll be joined by a guest who will share their unique perspective. So sit back and relax, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Hello, everyone, and I'm here with Ashley Atkinson, and um, really, really I'm grateful, and it feels very aligned to be here with you, so thank you and welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me to be in this space. Um, it's, it's an absolute honor to be able to, to speak and to connect to like-minded people, so thank you so much. Absolutely. It's beautiful. Thank you. So, um, Ashley, I would like to ask you, what's your vibe? My vibe? Um, my vibe, I feel, is openness, compassion. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's about being fierce within what you stand for and what you believe. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes um, we can get lost in, you know, the love and light vibe. Sometimes we have to honor our shadow side, our darker side as well. And so I think my vibe kind of goes both ways. I can be very sweet and light and, uh, uh, vibrant, but at the same time, I honor the places um, that I don't want to share with everybody all the time. And I honor the places that might feel a little bit dark. And that includes deep healing. Mm, that's really beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. And um, yeah, my knowledge of that is, is increasing with every day for sure. Um, I know that we follow each other on social media and, and you've posted a lot about that kind of other side to you, the powerful side. And I, yeah, it's been a real theme for me as well. And I think it's kind of a collective theme too. And it's Absolutely. like, yeah, it's like I listened the other day to a really good interview um, with Lee Harris and India Ari. Don't know if you know those people, but um, what I got from that conversation is he, he was saying to her, like, she has this really angelic presence, but not the kind of angel that's like up in the air and kind of, airy fairy kind of stuff it's like if you if you're going into battle you want this angel by your side you know you want it yes you know like it's that real forceful warrior kind of presence and um i heard that coming through in what you were saying as well absolutely yeah and i, really, and I think it's, it's important to honor both sides yeah for sure yeah for sure because it's like yeah it's part of life isn't it both sides mm -hmm. are part of life for sure oh thanks for that that was really deep uh <laughs> really deep vibe so I know we're going there later as well so <laughs> that's great <laughs> so the first section you 
you you picked as what's my inner voice saying. Oh, that's a full body, yes. That reminds me of something. I like that. What'd you do that for? Oh, they're going to hate me. Be loving. What are they going to think? I feel so... Mm, That's tasty. Be kind. I like the smell of that. Don't be so cold. Use that language here. Why did you do that? I am love. Hey, what's your inner voice saying? What's my inner voice? Yeah. And I, I really had to sit with this for a a bit, and Mm -hmm. I've learned that to listen to that voice. Sometimes that language is subtle. Mm-hmm. sometimes that inner voice and that deeper knowing is very quiet and we have to still ourselves. We have to remove ourselves from the chaos and the distractions from wor- uh, the world mm-hmm. and our inner voice when unacknowledged becomes almost silent. And within that state of unawareness, we inadvertently suffocate our intuition we become disconnected to ourself and this life purpose. And I feel that right now the, the collective is really awakening to their own inner voice. And it's in that state of avoidance and denial that we find ourselves drifting away from our authentic selves and how we're really meant to live. Mm-hmm. So when when we feel as though we've drifted so far away from who we are on a soul essence, this is not mm-hmm. the person that we've been told to be, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll find ourselves in connections and relationships that aren't supporting our growth. And we will feel that lack of self-awareness. And we will lack that clarity of self. Mm -hmm. And I found in my own experience and my experience with clients and friendships that we all come to this breaking point, this breaking point where we've come so far away from who we're meant to be. And everybody will have a different breaking point. But this breaking point always leads to this great awakening. This awakening to our truth and authentic self. Mm. And when we start this awakening process, we will start to begin to be redirected back home, back to our, our essence, to what feels good. And the closer and closer we return, that inner voice, that whisper starts to become this audible voice. We can begin to hear it. And, and sometimes those moments we think, you know, am I, am I crazy? Yeah, classic. classic. <laughs> right? Like, what is going <laughs> on? Classic. Because a lot of times the, the relationships and the connections we have won't understand that. Mm, absolutely. I think it's and, really, yeah, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, um, I was just, I wanted to just draw attention to the programming that we receive, the conditioning that we receive is very much like in the West is very much mental construct. Yes. It's like uh, anti that still small voice, um, which um, is in lots of the literature that, that I read as well. It's, it's, it's true. 
Um, so the intuition comes through in that really subtle and kind of fragile way sometimes. And you, and it does take a lot of trust to actually sit still and listen to that voice and be like, okay, that's my first mind. That, that's what they say, right? It's my, that's my first mind. And then the cognitations of, you know, the, the monkey mind comes in after that and, and we're conditioned to listen to that one. Um, and also like the fear about being in a social group and, and how we'll be received in that. It's yeah. Lot, yeah. I really resonate with what you're saying. Absolutely. And, and, and the fear of the expectations that are placed on us, um, you know, it, it's, it's very fearful mm. to be able to step out and to admit that the life that you're leading or the decisions that you're making or the connections that you have aren't no, you know, aren't aligning to you anymore. That's, mm. that takes a lot of courage to say, you know, I need to leave this or I need to not accept this anymore. Mm-hmm. And the way we communicate with our inner voice is much different than how we communicate with each other on a physical level. Mm-hmm. And I think we're really only taught one way to communicate. Mm-hmm. And when we start to learn that language of our higher self, it, it's, it's communicated through feeling this deeper knowing, sometimes it's not audible. It's sometimes it's not, you know, in our face. Mm -hmm. And when we begin to learn that language of the soul, we are granted access to knowledge and wisdom that we weren't connected to previously. And everyone has this ability to connect and hear the guidance of their own inner voice. Mm -hmm. The inner voice does not come in with judgment, fear, or hate. And that inner voice beckons us back to our roots and to what feels good within us. So we know we're connected to that inner voice when it feels good, when it feels in alignment. Mm-hmm. And to tune into that deeper voice, we must learn that it connects with us through our thoughts, our inspiration, our discomfort, mm-hmm. awareness, intuition, ailment an inner peace and turmoil. So it's not just when we're, you know, vibing high and, you know, feeling that bliss, we're connecting to that inner voice in our darkness and our grief and what feels really uncomfortable. Yeah. So when we start to listen to those things that are unheard, that's when we, how, like, that's how we truly align to our true essence. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love what you, I love what you're saying at the start um, about the darkness and the kind of the fear, the fear, the fear, and what keeps us what what is like keeping us in that fear space is is really some of the 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 most like I don't want to say intellectual because it's naturally intellectual, you know, the intellect of nature. It's mm-hmm. it it like calls us in, right? It like pulls us in, and and it does that for a reason, but. To lean into that discomfort is incredibly difficult. It takes a lot of trust, faith, and belief, you know. Um, but those things that you cultivate are all like, they're all the tools that you need and they're, they're, they're really part of life, right? And it's like this kind of spiritual by, bypassing, I was, really, I was really into it, you know. I was really deep, 
deeply into it. And I think I was quite naive, maybe like three, even maybe two years ago. Um, so I was just searching for those highs for growth, you know, and it's like, yeah. no, the, no, some of the, some of the deepest growth is, is those fragmented parts of ourselves. Right. And they come through, yeah. they come through in those voices that we maybe actually, actually we mask them with, with bodily behavior to start with. They won't even come through unless you, you're dedicated to hear them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we have to think of, you know, the natural cycles of life. We we go through those cycles mm-hmm. continually mm-hmm. where we're constantly, you know, bringing about, you know, spiritual and energetic death so we can be rebirthed into this n- newer parts of who we are. So we're constantly unraveling layers and depth. And yes. it's it's a really beautiful experience when you can just allow that that natural process to happen yeah which isn't <laughs> i know that i mean from my own personal experience it's 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 not always like the floating down the river and i know that we're, we're no. going to come to riding the waves of change and that's kind of why i put that section in there because sometimes it's just like a stormy sea you got <laughs> you got sometimes just... <laughs> it's a it's a rocky road <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it wouldn't be worth it if it wasn't challenging for sure Absolutely. And, and, and I was just thinking too about um, much like our other relationships that we have, communication is really our key to connection. Mm. And the relationship that we have with ourself is, is really no different. We have to be, um, have a strong and healthy connection to our higher consciousness to be able to listen to that inner voice, to be able to communicate. And so not only do we thrive within our own relationship and our personal lives when we have that strong connection and communication, but you'll notice that when you can communicate clearly with your own inner voice, your external relationships also begin to flourish and thrive. So, you know, and, and learning how we communicate in our own unique ways. So not everybody listens and learns and hears the same way. Um, So, you know, understanding that we have to, our responsibility is to learn our own individual soul language so we can hear it on a more, you know, deeper level. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's amazing. I'm I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah, everybody hears things and learns things in different ways. Like you could learn in a auditory way or a kinesthetic way or yeah there's lots of different learning types and absolutely i'm struck by the fact that you know our first relationship is is with ourselves and and often it is the most abusive relationship we have you know it's Mm -hmm. i mean for me personally i i was only a couple of days ago i i said in my men's group um i was like i'm gonna stop bullying myself i'm gonna stop bullying myself like i i'm just i'm gonna commit to that I'm not going to bully myself anymore. And it was just this awakening moment. Like, that's what I do. Every day I wake up and I go, oh, you didn't do that. You didn't do this. Why didn't you do it? Like, and, and it gets worse and strong. And it, yeah, it's like, it's like our first, first mind is like a connection to ourself, right? Yeah. And it's, 
and, and it's always a work in process, you know, like it's not like just one day you wake up and love yourself and no longer bully yourself. You sure. know, there's right. You there's sure. times where you're going to revert back yeah. and it's about that commitment when times are tough, when it's difficult mm-hmm. and yeah, relearning, relearning how to love yourself is I think one of the most challenging life lessons and relationships that we'll ever have but also the most rewarding yeah yeah absolutely yeah it's interesting i've been doing this work for a while not too long like compared to some people um been doing it for like six years um but then there's these little moments like i crept back in again you know (laughs) it's like you have to reaffirm um those voices that creep back in like un- unannounced and you're like oh you came back did you okay right I've got to deal with this again. Yeah, just, to, just to remind you where you came from and you know and yeah. I think that's the thing as well no matter how long we're doing this I think we all have moments of fear and doubt mm-hmm. and you know not trusting ourselves and, and I think those are the moments where we can bring back that alignment. That's where, those are the moments where that hard work um, means the most. Our faith really only matters when we're losing faith. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's weird. That's a, that's a good point. It's a weird, like, the environment precedes the, sh- the sharing kind of deal because if you don't have trust as a state of being, then you're not going to trust your environment. And it's like I joined this amazing opportunity through Laura Tria and um, John Craft, um, two people do a lot of facilitation work and spiritual work. And it's called Self Talk, Brave Talk. And it's been amazing. And um, what came out of the recent call is like that just that thing. It's like if I don't trust that I'm safe, then I'm not curious. I'm not open. I'm not willing to connect. I'm not looking for connection even in the first place, I'm just defensive. I'm trying to secure my borders. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really a state yeah. of being. Yeah. And, and that's our, you know, self defense is when we're not feeling safe, we put up mm. walls and blocks. Mm. And when we don't feel safe in our relationships, when we don't feel safe in um, abundance, we limit ourselves mm-hmm. within that fear. Cool. Is there anything else you wanted to say on on this subject? We got um, j- just that you know, if you're wanting to learn to learn that language of the soul or really um, explore that, make sure that you're not limiting yourself to avenues and paths. Understand that what works for me might not work for you, and vice versa. This is mm-hmm. your own journey. You know, to anybody that's listening, and to understand that there's no right or wrong way. Mm-hmm. It's funny because everything you've said, I've I feel like you're like ministering to me right now. Like it's like <laughs> I feel like saying like, yeah, preach. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's super naive, but that's what I want to say because it's like, it's like everyone's just unique. You know, everyone yeah. everyone is beautifully unique, perfectly imperfect human being. On this chaotic planet, we are in a global pandemic. We, you know, we're fighting racism. It's there's all what's going on. So yeah, and and by the way, our climate is changing. So yeah, yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Like deep compassion for 
for yourself in your journey and and have a unique journey and and start to celebrate start to yeah. celebrate and, on, and honor it honor your weirdness yeah. <laughs> honor your uniqueness <laughs> actually that's really interesting because the word weird is one of my favorite weird um weird words weird, weird yeah. words <laughs> weird words um it's from it's from old english and it means like um it's it means that you're you, you're perceived as being able to change your own destiny so that's why they called people weird because like the, the people that like and there's a portion of people that are like always like women that decide to not have children and they used to live outside of the village like bounds and they used to be like witches and like connected to the earth right they knew their herbs and they knew healing and they knew all these things and so people perceived them as weird because they they kind of had this essence about them and yeah it's just that's what it is and we still use that word in the right way yeah i think it's magic it's beautiful yes wow let me just take a breath that was good that was really strong yes so the next section is riding the waves of change riding the waves of change what does that mean to you ashley oh all the change (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's so right? 2020 all the change, vision. 2020 vision. <laughs> Bring it on. Uh, you know, and what I, I was just kind of thinking about to this, what, what does change mean to me? And what does riding the waves of change? And, and change is inevitable. It's, it's always certain within our life. And in times of change, the unknown can surface triggers of fear, anxiety, stress, worry. And, and we're seeing that on the collective level right now. Mm-hmm. And when we're in a, that state of fear, this can be projected as frustration and anger, which ultimately creates a unstable and chaotic environment. So in order to grow and evolve, evolve change is a necessary part of this transition. And I, I truly don't believe that we're fearful of the unknown. Mm-hmm. But the pain of the old wounds that the unknown resurfaces. Mm, that's a great point. Yeah. Right. And and when we can change our perspective on the wounds that we carry mm-hmm. and accept the ability to heal the past, we can then become less fearful of that unknown. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel that trauma work, trauma healing. Um, you know, inner childhood healing is so important because we're beginning to learn to look at our wounds and our trauma experiences in a, in a different light as a tool mm-hmm. and understanding that everything, you know, I know it sounds cliche, but everything does happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. And there's always a deeper meaning behind the physical effects and, and when we can redirect that focus and ask, why is this happening for me, mm. instead of sitting within that victim mentality and asking, why is this happening to me? That's really important. Right? That's really and, important. And, 
we can we can then understand that this earthwalk is for our own you know our spiritual growth and we're not actually meant to live in fear and suffering and constant anxiety mm-hmm. in in that victimhood mentality we direct the focus away from ourselves we we give up our power yeah that's huge you know, and, and our, our empowerment in any situation is to seek the lesson and learn from the experience, right? Sit with it and say, you know, ask, what is this pain and suffering showing me? Mm-hmm. How can I learn from it to bring in different tools of guidance and into new experiences and situations in my life? Amazing. You know, and, and within the, the changes and the waves of change, we can be so distracted by external circumstances and opinions and fears of others, which really are projected onto us. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we have to sit and ask ourselves, is this fear mine? Is this trauma even mine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's essential to have a strong foundation and connection to our own sense of security and intuition. Mm -hmm. So learning to use that inner voice, learning to trust that intuition can assist in bringing this ease and grace into times of struggle and change. Mm -hmm. And I know within my own spiritual journey, my darkest times, um, my, my savior is my spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. That's when I go deeper. Mm -hmm. And allow myself to really surrender to my beliefs and surrender to what I trust. And sometimes I don't trust myself. And that's when I have to trust in my connection to spirit yeah. to be guided. I think that's amazing. Thank you for saying that. I think it's amazing because, yeah, it's that the habits that we build into our, like the rituals and routines, you know, it's like they're so important and sometimes they get like um, demeaned a little bit, like minimized. Yeah. It's like, but in those moments of distrust of self, which are definitely going to happen in this, this area, you know, mm-hmm. it's those, it, that's the reference, that's the reference point, right? Cause you build a relationship to the ritual and that is exactly what rituals are for. Yeah. And everyone in the world that does rituals, you know, like whether they go to a cathedral or, you know, they connect to spirit or they're like, I don't know, there's so many, you know, you could argue that, that in capitalist society, the ritual is going to the mall actually. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, thank you. That's, am- yeah. that's so brilliant. Yeah. And, and we can find ritual in so many ways, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of my ritual is just connecting with nature, sitting right. and listening. Um, you know, uh, we can we can find the messages and the guidance through our day to day living. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to come in that ritual space or that sacred space. We yeah. can ask in sacred space, but those messages are delivered in life, in our yeah. life experiences. Yeah, I like that. Like as like it um yeah so built that into my practice like meditation as a way of life that kind of following the Tao for me like I I I really align with Eastern philosophy for some reason like I grew up in Britain but I've always I've always practiced martial arts from Japan I've always been called to Chinese philosophy so something there 
Yeah, it's within you. Yeah, it doesn't matter me. your it's flourished. Yeah, within you. yeah it's sort of flourished out of me. The more that, and actually, it's it's interesting. The more that we were talking about surrender, and the more that I surrender to my soul, the more these things come out, and I'm like, yeah, no, this is within me. Yeah, it's it's an alignment within me. I don't because have it, to know what it means. Yeah, because it feels right. Yes, exactly, and it provides me. It provides me what I need. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and even though we might not fully understand what these changes are going to bring into our life, Mm -hmm. when we have that, that deeper trust to a greater meaning, we can, we can surrender to that meaning. We can surrender to that discomfort that change is going to bring and understanding that that deeper reason is to align you to your soul purpose and path. And when you trust in yourself, you are also trusting in something larger than your physical existence. When we're tuned in and have access to that wisdom, to the wisdom of the universe, we are all connected as one. And within our own shifts, it is actually affecting the greater consciousness and collective. So understanding that every single person can help shift the world, the consciousness. And sometimes we forget the impact that we have on an individual level. Yeah. It's like, I love that idea. It's like the ripple in the pond, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many people that I've known, even myself, you know, I can think back to that time where I'm like, well, what, why, why would I do that? I, I don't see any impact in my life and I don't, you know, there's all these things around that it seems to be one of the core sort of limiting relief areas. Like, well, what's it going to do? It's like, well, you won't know until you step into it. Right. Right. You won't, you won't know what you're capable of until you take the step into uncharted territory where it's, be, you're being called to act in a different way. Right. Yeah. And, and it's not your job to figure out how it's going to impact others. Mm. It's only your job to sink into your rawness and to speak your truth and to show the world who you are. That's your only job. You know, sometimes we can get so caught up in, well, who's going to listen or who's going to understand me or who's going to be impacted by it? You know, that's, a, so, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Actually, it is a big one. That's the one I'm. I'm. I'm currently sitting in. So that, like, it just, yeah, it feels like, wow. All right, good. Take that down. Yeah. I'll note that. Me down. too. Me too. <laughs> and, and and when we surrender to that vibration of fear, it only creates more fear. Yeah, that's like attracts point. like. You know. So when we mm. focus on what we want to create and invite into the world around us, mm-hmm. you know, that's when that's when we shift. And it's it's not so much about focusing on what we want to create. It's about in the physical. We want to focus on what we want to create energetically. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, so when Absolutely. we're riding these waves of change, when we're doubting, when there's fear, just focus on the energy of love or abundance or prosperity, whatever it is that you want to create. Just focus on that energy and that vibration. Not yeah. so much how it's going to form in that physical um reality yeah yeah so often so often um so that's a big shift that i've made is like 
so when you think about fear it's like if i if i'm intentional with this fear if i go towards it then it will disappear right but it's not you you give the power to the fear and it's and the biggest shift and one of the biggest shifts that i made recently is is to not do that but to face fear and lean into fear but with the purpose of unlocking more of my light yeah yes my light into the world what is it i want to create what's in my way these fears let me understand them what part of myself is in this fear like what what do i need to listen to where's the lesson what it's trying to tell me mm-hmm. in order that i can unlock this light and this soul this soul path and i think mm-hmm. that's that's super cool yeah it, it, it takes courage it takes bravery um, usually the mm. work that we are avoiding <laughs> is the work we need yeah. to do, right? Classic. Yeah. Right? And it's and just also, like, oh, yeah. I don't want to go there, but I know I need to go there. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. And you just said that at 11.11 as well on the, on the little timer. Um, side, side note. Um, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, Yeah. What was I going to say? Something I had something and I just I got signed in. That's okay. That's cool. And and I and I think about our power. Our power mm. is truly within the present moment. It's within the here and now. So focusing on the feeling of what you want to manifest is going to bring in the change. So we will bring in the alignment of your deepest desires when you start to align to that energy. That's how you empower yourself is not from the past and not in the future. It's, it's right here. It's right now. Yeah. And also, yeah, in, in terms of like the work that I've been doing somatically with, with my nervous system, it even works on, it works on every level. Like you can, you can do your research into it, but if you're, if I'm sitting in those vibrations of like high energy, sometimes it's overloading my nervous system because I'm really not used to those frequencies. And then that kind of goes to the triggering like uh, around health. Like it's like, am I going to be okay in this state? Like it it feels too much for me and blah, blah, blah. So, but the more that I acclimate, uh, acclimatize Mm -hmm. to that state, then the more my nervous system actually can handle it. So it's like, I was going to say what I was going to say before is like the courage and the bravery they're they're like um they're like natural tools that that arise in each situation again like it, they won't come they won't come unless you go into the fear like courage yeah. is is an out it's almost like a it's almost like a an output of fear that you go to the fear you get the courage Absolutely. And I think sometimes we feel like, oh, well, if I'm courageous, I don't have fear. And that's not the case. You know, courage is not without fear. It's about moving forward in that fear with courage. Mm. You know, it's because sometimes we feel like we're not strong enough because we are fearful. And Mm. we all have fear. Mm-hmm. No matter how powerful and strong and brave somebody seems to be, there there's always some layer of fear behind that. And yeah. that's okay. It's okay to have fear. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's such a natural I love I love um I love Thomas Hoybolt because he's a contemporary spiritual teacher, but he also talks a lot about trauma as an intelligent function. 
and fear is the same it's a really intelligent function like we have we have to trust nature now like it's like fear is a response to keep us safe and just as like about differentiating the fear that you get in a physical moment when you might be out and there's someone really aggressive around you the fear response is like really good Mm-hmm. Um, but the fear response of the like monkey mind um, is not good because you're imagining there's someone aggressive around you and, and you're not safe. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're not supposed to be living in that constant state of fear. Yeah. And stress. And that's stress, isn't it? It's like complete yeah. stress on the body and the nervous system, the emotions. And it's no wonder like you, if you live in that state of stress and you're not you're not relaxing. I actually have many years of experience of living in that stress, stress state. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's exhausting. It's like, um, yeah, it's just that you can't replenish and you just live in that kind of burnout space, um, where you're not not feeling emotions and yeah. Well, yeah. And you totally shut yourself down to, yeah, yeah, to your emotions, to connections, to depth. Um, and you don't fully allow yourself to, yeah fill that container yeah i love what you said in the last um prompt about you know like there's always a breaking point there because it's it's like kind of like this weird natural um trap that you get into and it's like cycles around on you and you you almost can't you can't get out of it until it builds up a, a power you know to like break you free of of that kind of cycle that you're in yeah so it's an interesting yeah. because it it cannot sustain itself forever. Like you either sort of, you know, check out of this life, you pass mm-hmm. on or you deal with it um, in a way because, you know, we can only take so much energy, right? It's it's, um, yeah. it's like a natural function of, <clears throat> of that. Yeah, and it's not a sustainable way to live. Right. That's a better way to put it. <laughs> and, I think, and I think that's what we're beginning to awaken on a mass level right on now. On a collective level, yeah. You can see that. And it feels so so sticky right now and so so fearful sometimes and there's so much rising up, but it, I think that, that it definitely is a natural function of what of what what we're talking about right now, right? It's like yeah. society cannot sustain itself in this way. No. Yeah. Wow. Well, the next section is that steep. That's deep. So <laughs> I, don't, I feel if, like if, we'll just keep going. If that wasn't deep, if that wasn't deep enough, <laughs> we're gonna get deeper. <laughs> I'm interested to see like how much deeper in the ocean we're gonna go. Um, <laughs> curious. All right, great. Let's let's do it. Um, this is like my favorite section. So thank you for choosing this. I've always been yeah. a deep person. And, uh, Yeah, I've, I've always, I've always been fearful of my depth a bit because I've always felt there, I'm, I'm too deep. Uh, Am I too deep for you? Is this too much for you? So I've always filtered my depth a little bit. And so when I was thinking about this topic, you know, depth and, and how far do I want to (laughs) go? And the, the imprint of your story your strength, your struggles, your willpower and determination, the times of your rising and the falling, they, they all matter. Your past 
does not define your future. But the pieces of self have created this beautiful soul that you are here, that you are today, right here, right now. And you can think of yourself <clears throat> as a painting. And each experience is a brushstroke of perfection. And your life is unique. It paints this picture that is asking to be seen and shared with the world around you. You know, art is meant to be shared. Mm -hmm. And within this vulnerability is where we create deep and true connections. Your job is not to choose who appreciates and understands this masterpiece. <clears throat> the only thing you need to focus on is delivering pieces of heartfelt and rawness. Mm. And we are all here as creators. Mm -hmm. Some of us create with words, sounds, touch, feeling. We have spiritual creators, physical creators, emotional creators, and we all serve this beautiful purpose and a part of the larger picture that connects all these puzzle pieces together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so what are we here to create? And that's something you can ask yourself, what am I here to create? Sometimes we struggle with our purpose and the meaning of life. And normally when we're disconnected from our own relationship with self, we will also be detached from our life purpose and what we are here to create and be of service. Our journey and life purpose is not only for our soul growth and development, but also for the growth and expansion of others. And we have to remember that our journey is not just for us. It's not just for us individually. It's for the people on a collective level to mm -hmm. help raise humanity. And when we come here to learn and to share and to experience and to shine within our light, to do our life's work, we must first become comfortable with the, un with the discomfort. Mm -hmm. To find that beauty within yourself and to be vulnerable enough to share the depth, that gift to the world. Mm -hmm. And, and when you feel afraid to share and open yourself up on a more intimate, deep level, that's the exact moment when you need to push past the fear and shine brighter. Mm. The, the experiences that bring immense emotion, whether it be sadness, grief, loss, love, happiness, inner peace, bliss, these are all stories that need to be expressed with pride and grace and confidence. In a world of rawness and truth, we can begin to embrace and accept the depth of our soul. It's within those experiences that unearth unfiltered emotions that life is truly lived with heart and passion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can even just think about, you know, your own experiences of life. The moments that unearth that rawness, those emotions, whether it's sadness, whether it's anger, Mm -hmm. passion mm -hmm. that's what makes us alive yeah and yeah. you know i've i've always been you know 
fearful of speaking my truth and mm-hmm. showing, you know, maybe those dark parts, those, the, those moments of depth. But I've realized as a spiritual mentor and, um, you know, just working with clients that that is how I truly connect is opening up and being vulnerable with people and saying, you know, I see your pain and I resonate with it. And and this is my experience, even though it's difficult to share. um, That's how we connect. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Beautifully said, really just, that is the, it's like the magic sauce. It is in a way, isn't it? It's um, vulnerability and just allowing um, yourself to have that soft front, you know, wild heart and strong back is what Brené Brown says. Like, I really like her. But um, oh, I love that. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Um, but that that metaphor really gets me. It's like, yeah, soft front, hard back, wild heart, and just and you're in there. And, and then, yeah, this kind of thing about community building right now, it's, it's really important, isn't it? But it's, you don't community build without first, you know, being vulnerable and, and, and opening yourself up to sharing your, and by the way, yeah, it's just human to go through these like deep losses and pains. And like, if we all just pretend we're good, like we get, we pretty much get to where we are now, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know. It's, yeah. And, and, and I think sometimes we just have to accept that vulnerable vulnerability and where we are within our journey. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure you, you'll be able to resonate, but within a, a spiritual awakening, um, it's not all fluffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is all not love and light. And I'm in this beautiful um, state of peace and bliss. There have been many moments and, and changes that have, you know, moved into my life that have allowed me to express, you know, deep grief. Yeah. Um, I've That's, had to yeah. grieve pieces of myself. I've had to grieve the loss of relationships and connections. And I've also mm-hmm. had to be able to accept that and trust that whatever is being shifted away from me is allowing me to be open to connections and relationships and opportunities that are supporting my growth and alignment Mm. and trust that even though I have to sacrifice things that I love dearly, it's just allowing me to surrender to something bigger. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's interesting. And, um, I've had to let go of a, uh, a, a really close friendship and within, Sorry. and that's, a, that's okay. Um, sure. but, but within that pain, within that grief of that friendship, I've realized that I've allowed myself space for other relationships Mm -hmm. that are going to be able to support my growth in really beautiful ways. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that what we have to lose or leave behind, it doesn't mean that that wasn't important to us. It doesn't mean that that person or that situation doesn't still hold great value. And I think 
we can, we can get kind of confused in that as well as like, well, if I have to let something go, I can't honor the, the depth of it, or I can't honor that mm-hmm. gratitude. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's like the linear, linear view of, of, of things, right? It's, it can both be like a really deep pain and grief and, and also a, be- a beauty and, 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 and then love still a love, you know, you, you let go, but you love, you know, you're loving on that plane and, and, and they're meeting you on that plane still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still love. Still Absolutely. Love. Yeah. You know, that old saying goes, if you love them, let them go. Uh-huh. Right. There's and and some, yeah. right. And, and we can become, you know, possessive beings and, you know, allow that fear of not having control of the situation to overtake the experience mm-hmm. and understanding when we, we can just surrender. We don't have to understand it all. Yeah. I watched this really beautiful film the other day um, called Spring, Summer, Fall, Winter, and Spring. Okay. That's <laughs> way, I made that way harder than it is. Um, but uh, <laughs> in that, he, there's a, it's a South Korean uh, Korean film um depending on geography or politics um but yeah there's a master monk and he tells the disciple monk he says you know lust lust awakens the desire to possess and the desire to possess leads to a murderous um intent you know it's like Mm -hmm. it just awakens a a beast (laughs) you know and however that translates you know it can be like softer or harder you know depending on your experience of life or you know but it yeah it's it's interesting there are like kind of markers amongst those things right it's like if we try and grasp at people and and have them be our security like i need you for this reason Mm -hmm. um it it can get tricky yeah and it 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 suffocates the relationship a bit because Uh you've placed all this expectation on this person to be something for you Mm -hmm. and it's really not fair it's not fair to you and it's not fair to that person and you know it it, and it and, and also just because you have to let something go it doesn't mean that it won't come back to you yeah i was going to mention that too uh, i'm so good it, i'm so glad that came up as well because if you let a friendship go then you might actually be letting the old construct of the friendship go in order for you and them to connect on a deeper level right it doesn't have to mean that you're like letting them go letting them go forever absolutely yeah. and sometimes yeah. you know distance does make that heart grow fonder mm-hmm. and we we we're scared of that distance but mm. sometimes that distance creates the most beautiful growth yeah and and i see this a lot in you know um romantic relationships but also relationships with our children we don't want to let our children you know go free and explore and we want to control that and you know a lot of times with romantic relationships as well and the thing is we cannot mess up what is meant for us Yes. So we just have to trust that maybe they need that room to grow. Maybe mm. you need that room to grow to come into alignment again. Mm. Oh, that's and beautiful. it's just, you know, it's just trusting that process, even though it's, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. easier said than done. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
I mean, that's they don't call it the work for nothing, do they? So it's like you know, it's these are the these are the concepts. You know, they're way harder to to integrate. But no, I do. Yeah. I definitely resonate with that in terms of like one of the main aspects of of parenting is to let your child go into like finding out whatever their version of reality is as an adult right you have to sort of and I suppose it's like the greatest and most painful thing to do I don't I wouldn't know but um just allowing sort of grieving the kind of child of your child and then embracing that's what initiation we just talked about in the in the men's group today like initiation which we've kind of lost a lot of in 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 our society but that is the purpose of initiation they they leave the village in in a in a juvenile way and they come back as or an adolescent way and they come back as an adult and they're seen as an adult so it's like a death yeah yeah. It is. It's it's extremely painful. And it's something that I'm actually going through on a, a personal level uh, with my own daughter. And okay. it is, yeah, it's extremely heart-wrenching to, you know, on a physical level, I want to be the mom and protect and, you know, control the situation. Okay. But I know on a soul level that, you know, she needs those wings to learn her lesson. And, and for me to be a support in that, no matter how difficult it is for both of us. Yeah. Well, bless, bless you for knowing that and actually, and actually trying because that is, that's a huge thing um, to be aware of. And that's, I think it's extraordinary actually. So yeah, thank you. it's amazing. <laughs> wow. That was deep. And um, <laughs> thank you so much. This conversation is, I mean, we've got 15 minutes left, but um, it's just, it's so good to be here. I'm very grateful for. for oh, I, my heart is so full. My yeah. Heart is so full. Great. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Well, the last section is 350. I'm just going to close this blind here because. Yeah, you, yeah, go ahead. Otherwise I start looking like the angel of death. Um, <laughs> like the sun comes. <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> okay um so yeah 315 um what what is your heart heart saying right now so what's really been resonating so very deeply and what i've been feeling so much gratitude for lately and, and especially this last week <laughs> mm-hmm. is the support and how important support is no matter what you're going through in life mm-hmm. and when we begin to you know bring in that alignment to life and we can let go of those relationships that are no longer supporting us that aren't understanding our growth and giving us that freedom for um, expansion we begin to align to people that truly understand us and that don't need that instruction manual and mm-hmm. you know it's it's interesting um i've been i've been dealing with my own levels of fear lately and when you asked me to do this podcast mm-hmm. um instantly like i had no question of a doubt like i'm like yes this mm-hmm. is calling right. to me this is an alignment but when i allowed myself to sit and think of it in a physical form, there was a, there was a lot of fear that came up Mm -hmm. and 
I, I had to sit with that fear and ask myself, where's this fear coming from? Because I'm used to, you know, speaking on, um, I know a collective level. I'm, I have my own Facebook page, my Instagram. I do my own women's groups. I, I do readings and spiritual mentoring for people. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not really about the fear of speaking. But I feel like it was the expansion of it. It was the discomfort in something that I've never done before in this exact form. Mm-hmm. And I have, you know, a very beautiful, beautiful support system. And I was just thinking about the gratitude of it today. And I shared my vulnerability this morning with this group of beautiful women. And I, and, and I, you know, I said, uh, I'm really nervous. <laughs> like, <laughs> where's this fear coming from? And the amount of loving support that filled me up and it was just so empowering and i think as we begin to open ourselves up to show the world our true self support is just essential mm-hmm. and as light workers and healers and spiritual mentors whatever your part of this creation is we need that support too and as a spiritual mentor um i'm I'm sometimes looked up to to offer this you know guidance and support and sometimes i'm struggling Mm, and i still need to show up and that is where my support system is you know essential into my strength and um, expansion as an individual on, you know, on a, on a physical level, but on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we open ourselves up to that support. Yeah. And I've always had this mentality that I don't need anything from anybody. Yeah. And I, I really shut myself off from love and support. And I realized within that wall and blockage, I was denying love that I was deserving of. Mm. And that showed up in relationships with my family, that showed up in relationships with friends, and most definitely in romantic partners. Mm. And it, it wasn't anything that those other people did or didn't do. It was my own inability to realize that I deserve love. I deserve support. And we can really empower each other by that even give and take. Mm. When you think of relationships, any relationship, there has to be an even give and take of energy to, to bring in that balance. Yeah. So I, I, I was just thinking about how grateful I am for the people that I've aligned to and including yourself. Um, oh, thanks. It, it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's beautiful how you can, when you open up your heart to receive the, the mm. connections that come in that are almost unimaginable. Yeah. I can resonate deeply with that for sure. And then there's a moment, you know, 
I mean, I suppose it continues uh, over and over again, but there's definitely a moment where you have to step away from your your old support system. Maybe they're not giving you what you need, or you you just have to have that trust in your growth. And then yeah. and then you're out there by yourself. Some people call it like the dark night if it if it's mm-hmm. particularly bad. But it's yeah. And then those people you know, they, they're attracted to your energy that you're putting out. You know, you might be creating something that people like resonate with and they come in and they become your new support system. It's truly, it's truly an amazing thing. I can definitely vouch for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and within that as well, what you said about having to sometimes leave those support systems or just even distance yourself and those relationships have to be strong enough to honor that space and say, you know what, today, or, you know, I just need a, a break. I just need a timeout it, and, and not take it personal, yeah. you know, so often we'll take those um, phases of, of distance or, you know, disconnect as personal, like, what did I do? Or what did I say? It's about me, but really it's, it's, about the the individual's own growth and sometimes we need to detach sometimes we just need to sit in that silence without without that support without that um guidance to figure it out on our own as well yeah yeah that's a really good point and it is very difficult to do that um Mm -hmm. but but there have been relationships in my life um and i suppose everybody's life but um I can think of, of of occasions where if someone needs that time and space, and I and I couldn't get through my fear, then I've I've actually gone ahead and ruined the relationship, you know. And I think that's that's quite common. Yes. But um, yeah, it's definitely again, it's very challenging. Mm-hmm. It's very challenging to say. Okay, it's like uh, maybe I don't know what it's like, but I I keep I thought back to the parent thing and the child. You know, it's like letting someone like evolve in their own way and just and completely just letting them do what they need to do trusting that you'll still be a part of that in some way yeah absolutely yeah and um and communication and i think that's where communication comes in Uh uh you know to be able to express why you know sometimes the confusion comes in with the lack of clarity Mm. And even though we might not fully understand why we are requiring that distance, sometimes just honestly expressing, I'm not sure why. I just need space. I know this is what I need for my growth. It's nothing personal. This mm. is for my own you know, personal expansion and understanding. And, and just being open and honest Um, If we're having a bad day or we're feeling really emotional or we feel maybe really overwhelmed that we can't, you know, handle um, a connection or to be able to hold that space for another person, there's nothing wrong in saying, I don't have capacity right now. Mm. That's a big one. That's a big one for sure. It's really good to hear that. Yeah. And, and, and not feeling guilty about it. Um, I've been having to do that in my own relationships and just say, you know, if somebody messages me because in this day and age, we are expected to be available 24 hours a day, right? Like we've got social media, everything's instant. And I've really been having to say, I've read your message or, you know, I'm going to get back to you as soon as I have capacity to hold space for you. And I can, I can honor that. Yeah. 
Yeah, she did that with me on on email about this, and I was really appreciative. And that's, yeah. I think people need want to know, not need, maybe they have a need, but they kind of want to know where they're at. At least it's not that it's not whether it goes one way or the other. But if you're very clear and defined, and sometimes you can't be, but if you if you are communicating, then they can just pivot around it, or just have their reaction or their response, ideally. But, yeah, 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 and 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 trusting that. Trusting that retraction, understanding that you might not understand why you can't reply right now. Maybe something needs to happen, right? Um, maybe you know, maybe you need to process something before you can understand it in in more depth to be able to respond in a way that that person needs. Um, so we we hold a lot of guilt when when we can't deliver what that person. Um, you know, expects of us. And that's, you know, that's not fair to hold that guilt. No, especially if it's like survivor guilt. Um, you know, it's like, there's a guilt that's like a healthy response to kind of a shameful situation where you, where you say, I've done something bad. I need to rectify it. But if it's like, absolutely, if you just, yeah, if you're just feeling like, the other side the other type of guilt it's it's really not fair is it yeah and not yeah. guilt of not being enough is usually uh-huh. how that what i struggle with it's like mm. i didn't feel like i was enough for that person or i didn't give them enough mm. and you know that's not fair because as long as you're living with intention and in from that heart center you know that's what you could give at the time and that is enough Yes. That that reminds me of what you said before about life working for you and um, just having the trust in something bigger, like in those moments, like, you know, not, not constricting yourself, not, not making it a shame, like I'm a bad person, but, but like um, um, honoring and allowing that constriction as part of something that you don't understand that might be bigger than you, your, your um, perception of your current life. In a way, it's like um, I love looking backwards um, and it's called reckoning, apparently, um, because to know where you're going, you also have to know where you've been. You need to know the like way markers like people. Like I actually really love Moana um, the film. It's one of my mm-hmm. favorites. And um, not just because the, the lead is like a really strong, courageous, bad, not, not badass, but just amazing like young woman and she goes on this spiritual quest to find the heart um that's been lost from her culture but also because of the the navigation um themes in there you know it's it's so key so key Mm -hmm. um beautiful yeah and i i think it's just important that we not only hold space for others but we hold space for ourselves and Mm -hmm. it's okay to just accept where you are what you're feeling and to be able to give gratitude for the past and take a look you know we don't have to live in the past Mm -hmm. but we can go back we can revisit and begin to look at our experiences in a different way. And I, I feel that that's where you bring in that healing, to bring in forgiveness. 
um, to allow ourselves to maybe view it from a, a different person's perspective as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and and that person might be you, like the different person mm-hmm. from the future who has a different perspective, which is why I bring up like, you know, I'm I'm huge on witnessing as well. Like, I think that's what we all need to do is witness our own experience and also witness other people's experience that might have experienced like oppression or some form of life that we just have no idea about because we can't, we literally can't. And it's like, I, I love that practice of looking into the past and just witnessing like how, like how, how am I different? Like, because, and also the lessons are there in the past, right? That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's where they are. And yeah. I think we have this kind of, toxic view of the past is like we're all trying to run away from it um yeah, yeah. And, and some 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 experiences from the past are we don't want to look at <laughs> yeah sure. you know they make sure. us they make us uncomfortable but we're not but ready I think we're, not, we're ready. not ready but <laughs> that that's we experience them for a reason okay yeah absolutely you know that that grief or trauma or embarrassment maybe or shame that yeah. is held within that experience there's mm. a reason and that reason mm. is growth yes i love that feeling and i think um like i love the kind of things that are in the collective that are really and truly wise really and truly wise like they they just survive because they're wise and then because they're just parts of life that are really essential and they just survive in cultures no matter what it it is and and that kind of feeling of like huh like looking back and being like oh it did all fit together it did mm-hmm. and yeah just that practice that that has survived in in cultures of doing that and yeah nostalgia in that way maybe but um yeah. i think i think that's a really really cool thing ah uh, well Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for this. Um, I'm so grateful to have this conversation. Thank you for holding this beautiful and open space. Um, I am, I will be forever grateful for this opportunity. It is, yeah, my heart is just beating right now. Um, I feel, you know, it just, the alignment and the connection and to be able to just talk depth Mm. is one of my favorite things to do and to be able to have that that space of you know that's free of judgment to be able to bear that bear bear my soul so thank you for that wow that's cool that's really (laughs) cool thank you and yeah it's really just that's what like there's so many things yeah there's so many things like i'm it's so much alignment and yeah just going forward like feel free to to chuck me any any sort of conversation around deepness and um just yeah let's i think this this podcast is truly aligned to my soul because i feel like i'm living my purpose you know it's you know this is this is my purpose i want these conversations to be in the world and initially i was like it could never be me to create this because of all the fear and yeah just churning 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 but yeah it's like it's a real blessing and i I have never felt so grateful and, and actually, if I'm honest, empowered to have these, these conversations. So yeah, thank you for being part of that. Thank you for the invitation. And um, also just wanted to add when you are working in your light, when you are working in your purpose, 
that is the unconditional love and abundance that we're supposed to feel. When you work in that light, when you're doing your work's purpose, it just, it feels like a love you've never experienced. And I'm sure you can, you know, attest to that. It's just, it's this heart opening experience. It's like a high. It is. (laughs) You know, it it, is. Yeah. And that is when you know you are doing your life's work, when you are feeling that vibrational high, you know, when you are in it. Yeah. Can attest to that for sure. Yes. Yeah. My whole body was like vibrating in this. It's like, we call it a full body. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's just amazing. Um, if people want to know more about you, please um, tell them where, you, where they can find you if, if, if at all. Yes, absolutely. I have a Facebook page and Instagram. Um, my business name is Healing Hearts uh, Reiki and Readings. Um, I can. My website is www.healingswithashley.ca. Um, so I can be contacted that way. And um, yeah, Great. if you Great. want to know more, just message. Great. I'll put that all in the show notes as well. So it's really super easy. And yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Peter. Thank you for your time, attention, and your love. Thank you to Ashley for this conversation. I hope you found some value in here. I hope you can journal one thing that you found impactful to you. And take care, everybody.